Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady on. By the way, has more energy than anybody I've ever seen. She's been going for like 500 straight days on the campaign trail to be the governor of Arizona. It's Carrie Lake. Carrie, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing great. It's more than five. It's 500 and almost 20 days. Come on. But who's counting, right? You know what? I I do a five-day work week at Unbeat. So I'm not really sure how you're doing this, but I see you on stage all the time, shaking hands all the time, responding very, very smartly to the media that's been attacking you. Every single time they try to corner you, you put it right back on them. They don't know what to do with it. And I've got to start in a place that I find to be very, very funny. Does Liz Cheney really think that anybody's going to change their vote because she says so? And your response to her was masterful. If you don't mind, take me through that. When did you find out that Liz Cheney did an ad that was an anti-Carrie Lake ad? Well, I first found out she was uh, speaking out against me a few weeks ago when she was at some sort of a convention with some liberal newspaper in Texas. And and uh, somebody sent me a message saying Liz Cheney's actually you know, bad-mouthing you. And I laughed so hard. I, I said, are you kidding me? This is like the best gift you could ever ask for. The most hated woman in politics, the left hates her, the right hates her, is actually against me. That is great. And then it just kept progressing. And we found out she did about a half a million dollar ad buy against me, actually naming me, running here in Arizona. And we decided to put out a a letter to uh, the failed politician, the failed congresswoman, thanking her for the in-kind donation. <laughs> and and we're we're on we're you know it is kind of a funny letter, but truthfully, Joe, we've raised more than a half a million dollars. Wow! Because of her, we're calling her our biggest bundler now because she's brought in more uh, contributions to our campaign than anybody else. And I, I was joking that we might have to invite her to our inauguration because she's been such an effective fundraiser for us. Amazing. You know, she's still a congressman from Wyoming. She's doing nothing for that state where allegedly it's her state. She lives in, in D.C., really. But but she's still the person representing that great state, and she's ignoring it. But I guess what, what wonderment I have is how deluded do you have to be as Liz Cheney just lost by 37 or 40 points in her own state um, now to think if I spend a half a million dollars to going against Carrie Lake, somebody will listen to me and vote against her. They were going to vote for Carrie Lake, but Liz Cheney said don't, so they're not going to. Who did she think <laughs> the target was? It's called yeah, delusional. Yeah. She gets drummed out of her own state. She comes down here and thinks she has some political sway, and I think it's actually worked uh, to my favor. Obviously, when it comes to fundraising, it's worked to my favor. Yeah. You know, I think there are a few people who are like Liz Cheney. We have a few. They call themselves Republicans here. They're never Trumpers, and they are against me. But for the most part, Joe, I'm really happy to report that the Republican Party is very strong in Arizona, both the America First Trump Republicans and the more establishment types are actually right behind us and with us. Good. And so we're very strong right now. We're bringing independence over every day. Every single day, a Democrat comes up to me and says, you're the first Republican I've ever voted for. I don't know what's happened to the Democrat Party. I'm so excited to vote for you. It's kind of amazing. It's Carrie Lake. Go to CarrieLake.com. Support her candidacy. It's one week from today. We hope to find out that she is the governor-elect of the great state of Arizona. I never really thought Katie Hobbs would never debate you. I, I, I got to be honest with you. Um, people said Herschel Walker's not going to debate Warnock, and then, of course, he went and did that, and he did very well in the debate. Uh, I was very surprised to hear that Shapiro probably won't debate Mastriano, but I really thought Katie Hobbs, a, a politician already, the Secretary of State who had a run for election, I thought that she would debate you. I mean, uh, uh, Carrie, did you know the entire time she would not? I'm surprised by that. Well- 
you know what? I thought maybe they would relent and finally debate because the Democrats were attacking her so strongly and, right. and harshly. And then I realized why she wouldn't debate me. I went to a forum that she finally agreed to, put on by Univision, and they had her on stage separately. I found out behind the scenes she had made all these arrangements where they wanted me to park a block away from her. Oh, come on. That they had to put drapes up in the hallway so she wouldn't have to catch a glimpse of me. We had to be in separate parts of the bill. I mean, it was just crazy stuff, okay? So I heard her response to a softball question when they asked her, name one good thing about the Latino community. And for a minute and a half, she stuttered and stammered and uh, 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 she could not form a complete sentence. Amazing. And only then did I realize why she wasn't debating me because she is a worse communicator than Joe Biden and Kamala Harris combined. She gives the, the Kamala word salad a new name. We call it Hob salad. <laughs> and it is a complete disaster. We know she has terrible policies. We know her record is abysmal. She actually has been twice convicted of being a racist here in Arizona. I want to get into that because you've said that many times. I want to get into that if you don't mind. But let me just say this. I'm going to vouch for you. We've met in person. I, I wasn't afraid of you. You seemed very nice, very lovely, very inviting. And we had a nice little conversation. What is she afraid of? I mean, you're telling me she literally said you had a park a, a block away? What is she yeah. afraid of? You're going to beat she her up? I don't get it. She didn't even want to have to uh, catch my glance. Why? Which was kind of funny. I don't know. A weak person, a very weak yeah. person. Uh, I don't know if she's afraid that I might come up and talk to her and she might melt down. It, it's just, it's crazy stuff. But all I will tell you is obviously you can't elect someone like that governor. No. We are on a border state. We are going to be taking on the cartels. We are going to be clawing our rights back and our border back. And you can't have somebody who's afraid to even look at their opponent. But the real fact is that she did the same thing in the Democrat debate, and nobody called her out on it in the media. She refused to debate her Democrat opponent as well. And had she debated him, I have a feeling she would have not survived and she would not have won because he was a better communicator. But uh, we shall, we'll never know because yeah. she showed cowardice then. She's showing cowardice now. I don't think we have to worry about it. We've had two separate polls in the last week that have shown that we are 11 points up. Yeah. We had one poll showing we're nine points up. The real poll will come a week from today when the voters of Arizona go out en masse to the polls and they vote like their lives depend on it. And we have a red wave in Arizona. CarrieLake.com, K-A-R-I-Lake.com. It's Carrie Lake, the Republican nominee for governor of the great state of Arizona. Can you explain the twice convicted racist comments? Um, I, I live in Arizona. I don't know Katie Hobbs before you and I started talking about her some time ago. So I don't know what her history is. What did she do? A lot of people are surprised by this because imagine the shock that the fake news hasn't covered much right. of this. They they covered it like once or twice. Imagine if it had been the other way around and a Republican was a twice convicted racist. Oh, yeah. It would be every single day, all day, they would be talking about it. But they covered it once or twice. What happened was when she was the uh, minority leader in the state Senate uh, a few years back, they uh, one of the employees there was reading an article in the newspaper and found out that she was being paid less than the men in her office doing the exact same job. Wow, she worked okay. under Katie Hobbs as her boss. And this woman was a black single mother. She found out, because it was public record and somebody ran a story on it, that she was making $30,000 less per year than her white male counterparts. And when she approached Katie Hobbs on this, 
Katie Hobbs' response was not to say, oh my goodness, how did this happen? Let's remedy this. Let's fix it. Katie Hobbs fired her. And, and this woman sued and two juries unanimously ruled against Katie Hobbs saying that she was racist and sexist in her hiring practices. It cost the state of Arizona and the taxpayers nearly $3 million, wow. second biggest settlement. And this was just a couple years ago that the settlement came down. So this isn't like it's 20 years ago. But speaking of 20 years ago, about 30 years ago, Katie Hobbs, we found out in her high school yearbook, thought it was funny to hold a mock slave auction while she was in high school. So we're finding that her racism might be much more deep, deep seated than we than we originally thought. Regardless, uh, we know that the way she has responded to a really serious case like that was unprofessional and racist. Yes. We know that she's got a racist past in her high school years. And we found out when she had to respond with a simple softball question, name one good thing that you've learned about the Hispanic community, which comprises a third of our state, when they asked her that simple question for a minute and a half, she could not come up with one answer. This woman is, uh, is racist and we can't put a racist and a coward in the office of governor in Arizona at this time when we need strength and a fighter for the people. Yeah, I think that uh, not debating is is disqualifying. I just think it is. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. If you don't want to debate, then I don't trust you to do anything for me as a, re- a, a resident of Arizona. I think that you're weak, and, and what you just said is exactly right. But let me ask you something from, we're both from the news industry, right? We've both done the yeah. job at the anchor desk. You did it for a long, long time. And we'll talk about your, your, your former station putting up that graphic the other day in a second. But as a journalist, don't we want that juicy story? Holy crap. A state senator or a state representative, whoever she was, is somehow paying a black woman less than the white men. And when the black woman asked about it, she fired the woman. I mean, that's the juicy. That's a lead story for a while, is it not? That would be, uh, you know, how you would normally do journalism. You you don't care what their background is, Republican, Democrat. It's the story, right? They don't care about the story anymore. It's 100% narrative. These people that are in the newsrooms, 90% of them have not been trained to be journalists like you and I were trained. They're trained to be activists, social justice warriors for the left. And they will hide and bury any story that makes their side look bad. I mean, for example, we've got Mark Fincham running, great candidate, patriot, wants to secure our elections. He's running against a guy who literally was the attorney for during the Fast and Furious, uh, uh, Obama's uh, Fast and Furious uh, episode. He was the attorney for the cartel. And he's running against Mark Fincham. That's a story. That's a pretty big story. story. And nobody's covering that? Uh, no, I mean, you have to dig around to find that information. He uh, he represented the, the basically the people tied to the cartels. And, uh, you know, and, and yet they do attack pieces on Mark Fincham all the time. This is why I tell people just turn off the mainstream media. Right. You are getting such bad information. They're trying to play with your mind. They're trying to affect the elections once again, just like they did in 2020. They didn't bring up Hunter Biden's laptop. They didn't bring up a lot of the big stories that were happening surrounding COVID. And they just they just tried to convince the people to vote one way. Right. Um, 
Now, it, I, I, I want to jump in here if you don't mind. Uh, for those watching and listening, Fast and Furious was a, a, a program devised by Obama and Holder to smuggle guns from America into Mexico without telling the Mexican authorities, without telling anybody that they were doing it, just to prove how easy it was to then bring the guns from Mexico back into the United States because they wanted to attack the Second Amendment. The left will say, that's oper- Operation Wide Receiver from George W. Bush. No, it's not. Bush actually worked in conjunction with the Mexican government on that operation, which was completely different. At least two Americans were killed, Jaime Zapata and also Brian Terry, with Fast and Furious guns. They were Border Patrol guys. Uh, They were federal agents who were killed with these guns by cartels. So this is something that hasn't been examined very well at all. I'm glad you brought it up. It's, it's, it's ridiculous Obama. that it's ridiculous. Exactly. It's ridiculous that the guy representing the cartels in that case is somehow in the running for secretary of state. Kerry, it blows my mind. It doesn't make any sense. And then we've got your old station who decides, let me put up a graphic in the middle of some story about apartment housing or something that shows Katie, uh, Katie Hobbs beating you 53 to 47 with actual vote numbers on the screen. And they left it there for 30 seconds. Now we've both been in television news. The, the control room sees everything that's on the screen, blaming the AP makes no sense. What do you think happened there? Well, their excuse was that the AP had thrown out some, you know, practice numbers for them to go over and make their graphics. And in, in, you know, if human error, they put it up on the screen, but it always ends up human error. When you see those things and we've seen them in the past, it's always in favor of the Democrats, isn't it? It's just wishful thinking on behalf of the uh, wishful thinking on behalf of the folks over at AP and all of the fake news. And I just found out today that this is pretty shocking. Um, they did a, a research on all the candidates and they found out, Joe, that obviously the GOP candidates are getting 87% negative coverage by the mainstream media. Shocking, right? But guess what? They found that I was the candidate being treated the worst in the whole country and I've had 100% negative coverage by the legacy mainstream media. 100% of the coverage on me has been negative. And here we have a movement unlike they've ever seen in Arizona, and we're having coverage like this. It's unbelievable. And, and I don't get why why they're doing it, because, again, you're a nice person. You're somebody who has just basically said, this is what I'll do. You haven't said anything that's anti-America, anti-democracy, anti-anything. What you've said is, it's time to fix the border, time to fix the state, time to bring prosperity back. Uh, Carrie, in your heart of hearts, do you have any idea why the left hates that message? couple things. Um, one, you know, I, I like to say I'm, I'm just a mama bear. They call me the most dangerous politician in the country. <laughs> they used to get, call President Trump that. Yeah. I'm just a mama bear who's fed up with what they're doing to our kids. I think they see me as an extension of President Trump. He's not on the ballot this go around, but they see me as maybe a female version of him. And they tried so hard to bring him down. They're horrified that that a bunch of of, of America first patriots are saying, no, 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 you can try to bring him down, but you can't bring all of us down. We are going to put our country first. Yeah. We are going to start having common sense policy to turn this country around and get our liberties restored and get us back on track. And we're going to protect our children. And they're afraid of that because I don't have political aspirations, just like President Trump. He didn't get into politics because he needed a job in politics. Right. I'm getting into this because I care about Arizona. I care about my kids' future. I want them to have a future. And that's why I'm doing it. And, and when you don't have uh, aspirations to climb the ladder and you don't need the political elite, that makes you dangerous. And, I, and that makes me dangerous to them, I think. 
Well, you're not dangerous to me. I think that you're wonderful, and I hope that you get it. Now, my, uh, I endorse you wholeheartedly. Don't know if that means anything, but those who are watching and listening, we've got a great affiliate in Phoenix. Uh, hopefully, you'll, you'll listen to what Kerry is saying and not buy any of the BS that's out there. I've got about a minute left with Kerry Lake. KerryLake.com. It's K-A-R-I-Lake.com. Go and support her candidacy. If, if you think that Liz Cheney, coming out against her was kind of funny. Throw a couple of bucks Carrie Lake's way and help her bring this home. <laughs> but let me ask you, in about a minute, if you don't mind, I saw you explain something about if you're early voting, bring your ballot in before, if you want to count it on the day of, if you go and vote the day of or bring your ballot in the day of, you're not going to find out, your, your vote was not going to count for a few days. How does that work in Arizona? Are we going to get the results on election night or not? Shouldn't be this confusing, right? right? Well, we have mail-in ballots. So if you have a mail-in ballot and you're hearing this today, get it in the mail today. Don't drop it in the Dropbox. Put it in the mail, the Postal Service mail. Get it mailed out today. That way it will be counted in time for Election Day. Or make a plan to go vote between now and this Friday at one of the early voting centers. Or show up on Election Day and vote on Election Day. But if you bring your mail-in ballot on election day and hand it over to the officials, it will be counted in the days after the election because they have to go through signature verification. If you want your ballot to be counted and and ready to go and counted by election night, then you're going to have to mail it in today or go and do your early voting at one of the early voting centers between now and Friday. Okay. It's very confusing. It shouldn't be this confusing. I wish we just had election day like the good old days, but we got to work in the system that we're in right now. Just make a plan to get out and vote. And I think it's it's great advice. Hopefully, you'll be you'll win by so much, and you're going to have to because uh, again, if it's close, the left always seems to somehow win. Wink, wink. So I hope that it's a it's a, a blowout. I hope it is double digits. Every single person who supports you can't just sit back and support you. They've got to go and vote. And Carrie, I can't thank you enough for the hard work you put in for that state, for this country, and and I really hope that we're talking in a week about a big win for you. I do, too. I believe we will. We have a movement. They can't stop a movement. And I want to thank you, Joe, for having me on so many times when the mainstream media wouldn't be fair, wouldn't listen to our policies. You always did. And I appreciate that. My absolute pleasure. Best of luck. Go to KerryLake.com, K-A-R-I-Lake.com. Kerry, thank you. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. We appreciate Carrie Lake coming on. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Um, you, if you missed any part of that, I'm going to post it on Rumble later. I'll post it on Rumble later. I'll do some YouTube shorts out of it as well. Great interview. All right, keep it here. Coming back on the Joe Pag Show. Don't touch that dial. This is the Joe Pag Show.